the outstanding screen system of the future. Why submissive women are happier, happier. Her name is Piper Blush. Welcome to WTPRRadio.com. Uh-huh. This is your host, Piper Blush, and you are tuning in, listening in, watching in, observing the morning show. Oh, yeah. This is the show that happens, well, in the morning for me, maybe any other time of the day for you. That depends on where you're at on this beautiful earth of ours. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, while we are also broadcasting live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. Ooh, that's a lot of channels, Piper. Yeah, I try to be everywhere for you. That means that wherever you're from, whatever password you forgot, well, there's maybe a place you can go and watch me at. Mm-hmm. But of course, of course, of course, the best place you want to be mm-hmm, is the places where you can interact. The places where you can actually well, talk to me while I'm doing the show. That way, while well, you get to put in your input, mm-hmm, just the tip, yeah? And you also get, well, to donate to the show if ever you feel like a, a generous donator. That could happen, that could happen. Here we go, here we go. Mm-hmm. Meaning that, well, you can support the show. It's super easy. If you go on YouTube at the Piper Blush Radio Show, you could get yourself a YouTube membership. Ooh, that sounds nice. Uh-huh. And, well, you can also just tip. Yeah, like I said, just a tip. That works too. It's not called tip on YouTube, though. It's called Super Chat, Super Sticker, or the little thanks. Uh-huh. That's underneath every video of creators that are monetized. Mmm, sounds nice, eh? Okay. You're ready to roll. Now the show is broadcasted live twice a day. Not one, but twice. Meaning that, of course, you got other stuff to do. Uh-huh. You got like a life, family, a job. But did you know that you can listen to it on the radio? What? On the radio? Yeah, definitely on the radio. Meaning that sometimes if you don't have time to watch me because you need to, well, watch the road, watch your kids, or watch, uh, I don't know, the stuff you need to do. Uh-huh, like the boiling water for your pasta. It's all good. You can just put me on the radio. I have a radio station. Yeah, an internet radio station. What does that sound like? What does that look like? It's not AI's only controlled. No, no, no. It's actually controlled by me. Uh huh. And you can go there. That is on WTPRRadio.com. There, there's a little radio player. You click the play button, and what happens? The radio plays. Uh huh. Now, I know, I know. It's an internet radio, meaning that, well, it's off of the internet. You need internet. That's just a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. You need internet to listen to Piper Blush. But, I mean, you kind of probably have internet if you're already listening to me, or else, like, you're 
stealing it from your neighbors. I don't know what you're doing, but you're having it. You're having it. I mean, take that Wi-Fi, take whatever you want and listen to me over the internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I could broadcast AM, but then if you were anywhere else in the world, then kind of in a two kilometer radius, it wouldn't work. Meaning that the internet radio was the best thing ever to do so that you can listen to me from wherever in the world. And on this internet radio, what is there on there, Piper? Well, there's me, of course, with my shows, such as, well, the morning show, you have it here. This one. <laughs> that is the morning show with your fun facts, unusual news, and all the weirdest stuff I can find on the internet. And then, of course, well, you have Love, Lust, and the Devil. That's from Monday to Saturday. If you're looking uh, to add some spice uh, to your relationship, to maybe add some kinkiness, or just to talk about the stuff that you want to talk about that are related, well, to love, relationship, sexuality, and all these other things. Sometimes even some debates. Mm-hmm. Sometimes some controversial issues. I mean, we talk about everything on there. And since it's from Monday to Saturday, there's a lot of subjects going on. Mm-hmm. What about Sundays? Well, Sundays, that's for another type of crowd. That's mysterious minds. Uh-huh. That's all on the radio, Piper? Yeah, I told you, it's all on the radio. But if you want to watch it video, you can watch it video. It's on video too. It's on video in the backstage area on WTPRRadio.com. And of course, it broadcasts live. Well, Love, Lost and the Devil, Mysterious Minds and The Morning Show. Mm-hmm. On YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. It does that. And on WTPRRadio.com. Yes. But I got other shows. What? You got other shows? Where are these shows? Those shows are only in the backstage. Mm-hmm. Like the show that I do after every show. Sometimes before this morning. Ooh, kind of in a rush. Needed to schedule some things with Palila Fay, who's coming in. Yeah, Palila's coming this evening. Oh, yeah. Plus, Crystal Powers is coming all the day. <laughs> so I got like... I got them backed up, uh-huh. so I got crystal powers today, and then in the evening, I need to go pick up Palila at the airport. Yeah, well, or, or she picks up herself, we'll see, we'll see about that. But the thing is, it's going to be a crazy weekend, uh-huh. crazy weekend going on, and you're going to be able to tune in to listen to all of this on the radio station or on YouTube, but the best place, if you want to make sure you don't miss all of these well, backstage shows, uh-huh, all of the little snippets. You need to be in the backstage area, and that is on WTPRRadio.com. Mm-hmm. That's where it's at. Where the dance at? You know that song. You know that song. Yeah, that song. Okay, perfect. Now that you're all here, uh-huh, let's see the live comment section. What do we have here? Hi there, Javier says... Hi, Piper. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. <laughs> Rob, a good morning, sunshine. Sunshine. Here, not, not that much of a sunshine this morning. It's kind of raining. You know, like, raining. Mm-hmm. This is saying in French, raining nails. <laughs> what? Nails? Yeah, yeah, nails. But not like the nails like your nails on your fingers. No, actual nails for construction. Uh-huh. Because the, the, the rain, it falls down so, like, abruptly and so straight. And it's so, like, it looks like it's long, long, long. Well, long raindrops. No, we say that it rain nails. I know, it's weird, huh? Hmm. Set Lord Billy. Hello, Piper. Hello, Set Lord Billy. Michael Luders. Hello, Piper. Hello, Michael Luders. Who else do we have here? Hero Turtle. Here you go. Zach Lavno. Hey. Hey, Zach Lavno. That's a nice name. It's a kind of, is it a mix of two names? I've never heard that one. That's a new one. Mm, very, very new. Mm-hmm. Enyo-san, hey, what does the WTPR stands for? Maybe it's obvious, but I can't figure it out. <laughs> well, like every radio station, you need a kind of a radio tag. So you need these four letters. 
And like Hero Turtles already knows. Yeah, welcome to the Piper Blush Radio. <laughs> That's exactly what it means. Uh huh. WTPR. Now, of course, like you got some word and extra there, but you do whatever you want. That's the thing. Since you create your very own internet radio, you don't need to go like with all these radio laws. Uh huh. And usually they give you your name, like your radio name. So um, I could not really get the W because I'm on the west coast and so on the west coast you get a c you don't get a w if you're in canada you get an e well it's, it's kind of complicated it's kind of, you get a letter you get a letter uh-huh and so well these letters you don't choose them they're like the law chooses them for you mm-hmm. but since i got an internet radio i just bought the dot com and i'm good to go <laughs> then we'll see if i receive a season disease later Oh, I'll keep you posted on that one. Keep you posted for sure. Mm -hmm. Dark Coefficient says hello. Hello, Dark Coefficient. Okay, everybody's there. Uh I mean, it's a good start. It's a good start. I know uh, the weekends sometimes, well, they bring some more things. They bring some... uh, or some joy, some chores, maybe, maybe some hangovers. Uh-huh, that happens too, that happens too. So what are we going to get today, Piper? What are we going to get? We're going to get lots of stuff. Lots of stuff going on. Okay, so like I said... Mm-hmm. Let me recap. Let me recap. Recap. Okay. Crystal Powers is coming over uh-huh, to do some content with me. Now, we will do some backstage. So make sure you get your backstage access pass. And that is on WTPRRadio.com. What will you talk about, Crystal and uh, you, Piper? Okay. So this evening, um, Lovelust and the Devil. Uh-huh. We're going to be talking about female orgasms. Now, Crystal has told me that she's done some research because she's been watching the morning show. And well, in the morning show, I do a little bit of research and then I'll tell you all about my researches that I've done. <laughs> and that is why, while well, she decided that she wanted to, um, you know, research some stuff too about sex we're talking about sex because of the show love lust and the devil it's a show about sex mostly like the taboos around sex the kinks all of these things Mm -hmm. now she started digging yeah and she found some interesting things now i don't know what she found yet because well that's the whole point we're going to kind of share information together this evening while she's going to be here with me on love lust and the devil and we're going to we're going to talk we're going to exchange and we'll see where this goes plus female orgasm is kind of an easy subject for us why because we're females so you can just talk about it without any data or researches but it's going to be interesting to input some a bit more a bit more things if ever you have some special information mm-hmm on female orgasms or you've read a study or well one of your partner was a bit different than the other ones or well she told you that these things worked best for her well it's gonna be the time to exchange of course it's gonna be on youtube it's broadcasted everywhere else too but we need to stay safe for youtube so just keep that in mind try to maybe uh, you know uh, explain it to uh, to someone in a more general sense uh-huh, and don't go too explicit if you do i got this button that i can click it's the danger zone uh-huh and so it's the place we cannot go on youtube unfortunately but do not worry do not worry in the backstage area we have a little bit more liberty mm-hmm. because that is on wtprradio.com so you keep your good questions for wtprradio.com perfect that's the deal? All right, awesome. Now, that's gonna be for Crystal and I, and we're gonna shoot other type of content together, of course, photo videos. You know what I do off of the internet? Yeah, just Google me, just Google me. You'll figure it all out, uh-huh. And once, 
once, once, once, once, once, well, you're there, you're here, uh-huh, you follow me in the backstage area, you might see Crystal and I while getting ready. You'll see the wires, you'll see stuff happening. It's gonna happen, well, as soon as she arrives. I don't know when that is. I mean, when you're a MILF, you got kids and stuff, it's just different. You don't wake up at six in the weekend. No, you don't do that. Just me, Piper Blush, is crazy enough to do that. Okay. Now, well, Polila Faye is coming over. Uh-huh, Polila Faye, I know. Long time due, yes, you guys wanted to see us together. It's been a while, because you've seen us together before. Yes, I know you did. Mm -hmm. You've seen us together on YouTube, uh, on uh, what was past Cocoscope. Now, we've done some content together. We've done some things together. But, well, she's coming over for uh, a few days, uh -huh, a few days, meaning that we will be together. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. We'll see what we can brew, what we can make happen. We've already had many suggestions from fans, as much my fans than her fans. So try to put all this together and see what we can do. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, I'm a bit kind of crazy on the, the workaholic side. So <gasps> I'm telling you, I'm going to work. I'm going to work. No, I don't know for her. Sometimes she probably is a bit more chill. She's a bit more chill. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do for you. Okay. <laughs> if you have any ideas, any comments, any anything, just Drop it right now, uh-huh. Pop it till drop, you know. In the comment section, tell me your suggestions for Paulila and I would be happy to know them. I know Casey, yes, Casey. Hey, Casey, probably somewhere in there. <laughs> well, he has suggested some things that I cannot reveal on YouTube, but he has suggested some pretty interesting things. And if you have ideas for shows, conversations, Paulila's gonna be with me in the morning show if she wakes up. Uh, if not, she's gonna be with me in the evening show, I guess. <laughs> Meaning Love, Lust and the Devil and Mysterious Minds. When she's gonna be there, well, you'll have two co-hosts. Meaning you can ask me or ask Polila or ask the both of us. It's gonna give you twice as much insight on the females out there. Mm-hmm. And, well, Polila does something completely different than I do. Now she does webcamming, she does pole dancing, and she does twerking, which I don't do. So this is interesting. It's going to be a good mingle, a good, a good boat mixed together. Oh, okay. But let's get to our morning subjects, because, I mean, that was a bit too sexy for the morning. Let's uh, make it less sexy and talk about drugs. Yeah, okay, you ready for this? First things first, we are going to talk about how the Nazi drug use changed the course of history. History. <gasps> what? Uh -huh. I know. Sounds crazy. Maybe it's reality. So stay there. We're going to go on a short break and then we'll be right back to talk about Nazi drug use. Mm -hmm. Daryl, check out Piper Blush's Linktree for a hub of her content and social media profiles. Piper is a talented creator with a diverse range of content. You are listening to the Unpredictable Radio with the role of the listener. Ah, the joys of exploiting a loophole. By using two different emails, I generate two AI videos without paying. Because why should I pay for the expertise that went into developing those algorithms, right? You are listening to the unpredictable radio with the role of the listener. With your host, Piper Blush. Very interesting. WTPR, Vancouver.
going to WTPRRadio.com and see this. I got some birdies. Uh-huh. I decided to put some birds in there. It's going to be for uh, the subject that's coming up about canaries. Don't go anywhere. So we're going to talk about canaries. But I felt that it did so much mourning. It just sounds like that. Don't you feel good? You just smile, Dane. I know you smile. I know you did it. You cannot not smile. It's like you're in the jungle with birds everywhere. You're, you're like ready to see this woman getting out of like the water. You know, this like fountain of water and then like her hair's all wet. Then you're like in Blue Lagoon all over again. Uh-huh. Okay, so we're going to keep the birds there <laughs> just a little bit. Uh-huh. But it, it doesn't really go well with our subject in hand. Okay, I'm, I'm going to switch the birds. I'm going to switch the birds. It was slowly but surely, okay? I'm just going to put a bit more beat into this morning show. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, like this, like this, like this. Perfect, perfect. Now, okay. We're talking drug use, so birds maybe maybe not the best like bed uh huh in the background. What did I just stumble upon? Uh huh, I stumbled upon an actual an actual weird story. Okay, so I was on the internet, of course. You know, I go there on the internet a lot. Uh huh. Well, cause I that's where I am. Uh, that's where I'm at. Where's Piper? She's everywhere on the internet. Uh huh. That's where I'm at. I was, I was on the internet and then I read this thing. I read it on history. <laughs> so, you know, I was kind of um, skeptical. Because, <laughs> you know, last time I opened history channel, you know what happened? I saw some aliens over there. Uh -huh. I saw some actual aliens. Now, it was saying that saucers arrived and that was part of history. I mean, okay, I have nothing against aliens and I have nothing against saucers. But... We're not teaching that in school yet. I just, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about this whole thing. So I wasn't very sure about this documentary that I saw on History Channel. Mm -hmm. So I went to History, and then it, it said, it said that the Nazi would take drugs. And I was like, what? I never heard about this. Like Hitler was the kind of vegan person. He didn't eat any meat. He didn't even drink coffee. The guy. Yeah, he was like super mega, you know. Stick up it up his ass, if we can say that. I don't know. He he had this like persona of being very very good in his body and his mind and all that stuff. Huh? From what I've read, I might be a, I might be well, I don't know, fantasize. I might be on drugs. You don't know, uh huh? Well, maybe just maybe it was him who was on drugs. Have you ever thought about that? Now, how do you do such a thing? Uh huh? How do you become like you know Nazi and all these things that they done to people? Well, interesting, interesting, actually, because there's a guy, an actual German writer, mm -hmm, his name, Norman Oler. Yes, Norman Oler. He wrote a book about it. Now, Norman Oler is a, an actual fiction writer. So he started as a fiction writer and then he wanted to write a book about, well, the Nazis and the use of drug. Because one of his DJ friends, when he was in Berlin, told him about that and he was like, what? Just like me when I stumbled about this thing on History Channel. And he was like, this is not possible. I mean, the Nazis weren't using drugs. Why, why haven't we heard about this? Why don't we teach this at school? Again, same thing. Mm -hmm. So he was like, I, I don't get this. So he started searching a little bit. And he was like, well, maybe I'll just, I'll just write a fictional book about it. Like, I'm a writer. I'm going to write something about this. But as he searched, as he searched, I mean, Norman, he went through like a whole bunch of piles of archives and things like that and talked to some specialists, like some Nazi specialists, some historians and all these people. And he found that the story was just too good to be true. Like, it was so real that he didn't even need to put some fiction into it. Imagine that. Uh-huh. And so that's what he did. That's what he actually did. As he uncovered more and more and more about the, the drug use within the Third Reich, uh -huh, 
he just decided to keep it as is. It was good enough like that. Mm. So what did he find? What did he uh, actually like uncover? Uncover? Well, here, let me tell you. So his book is called Blitzed. B-L-I-T-Z-E. E-D. Uh-huh. Now, that's not kind of the accurate translation for the German word, but it was translated in 18 languages, yes, and sold all over the world. Now, they chose Blitz because, I don't know, they decided to choose that. No problem. Mm -hmm. And I read this article on The Guardian. So, don't worry, like, my sources are not just from History Channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I know, I know. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, tr I try my best. I try my best. I try to go on the internet, but you know, sometimes give you a little bit more. So what he realized is that, well, the Third Reich has a really, really, like, close link to, like, drug use. What drugs were they using, Piper? I mean, we're talking, like, the 1930s, 1940s. Well, you wanna know? Because they weren't using, like, the, they weren't using the love drugs. Well, they weren't smoking the marijuana. That's not what they were doing. They were using cocaine, heroin, morphine, and crystal meth. Yeah, that's, like, intense. Uh-huh, that's, like, that's, like, the good stuff, you know? Well, depending on what you want to achieve. I mean, I'm more of a psychedelic type a person and more chill like if you can't make love on the drug it's not my type of drug yeah but it just depends on you mm -hmm. i mean if you want to conquer conquer countries change the world just maybe maybe you need crystal meat uh-huh no idea well it seems to have worked in a sense so let me explain what happened mm -hmm. now this uh, author norman yeah the guy who was writing the book well he actually found the papers of Dr. Theodore Morel. Who's Theodore Morel? Who's that guy, Piper? Who is he? The guy from the movie? No, the guy from the real story. Uh -huh. He was Hitler's personal physician. Now, when we say physician, it means kind of doctor, not like physicist, physician. This is complicated words. But the thing is, Dr. Morel, well, he kind of wrote everything. Uh-huh. Like everything about Hitler. He had kind of like a, not a diary, but you know, they write stuff, the doctors. So they write the prescription, they write the thing. They have a dossier on you. They need to do that. It's, it's good for them. So he found that, uh-huh. And he started reading. And he started reading and he, and he discovered lots of stuff. He discovered lots of drugs, lots of things like that, uh-huh. And, well, as he discovered all of this, he was like, why did no historian... Well, piece it together. Why did nobody in the history kind of field of study actually said this? Well, some people did, some people did, but why isn't it more general knowledge that they were actually using drugs? And what are we saying? Like actually using drugs, Piper? I'm getting there, yeah. Okay, let's let's have where's my suspicion button? This here. You ready for this? Okay. Now Germany's pharmaceutical industry was thriving. Uh -huh. It was thriving in the 1930s. It was. So they were doing a whole bunch of drugs over there. Yes. I mean, you could get drugs at any street corner in Germany back then. Okay, it was not like FDA, you know. It's different back then. It's different. So not the same things. Plus, they were trying. They were inventing new drugs. It was like a really, really big era. Meaning that, well... <laughs> Yeah, these kind of drugs that you cannot get off the counter now anymore. Well, you could back in those days. And one of them, one of them is called pervitin, pervitine. Well, or in French, pervitine. Yeah, pervitine. Now, what is pervitine, Piper? Okay, so all of these drugs that were getting created, and some of them were getting created because, well, because actually they were kind of, uh, you know, seeing what was happening in the U.S. and then seeing what was happening everywhere in the world. And then they were taking all of this research, this new data, and they were, well, brewing new compounds, new actual drugs. And that 
came in with pervitine. So pervitine is kind of like a confidence booster and performance enhancer. <laughs> That's how they describe it. Uh huh. Okay, so what does that look like, Piper? Okay, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Now, I have it right here. Give me a moment. Give me a moment. Right here. Okay, if you go to WTPRradio.com, uh-huh, super mega easy, yeah, you go there. And then it says, high on power, how Nazi drug abuse changed the course of history. Then you click on this, and then you're going to see some pictures. Yeah, I got some pictures. So pervertine was, yes, a drug. And this is a this is a pervertine um, kind of holder. So it looks a bit like, you know, like the alpha sensor, alka sensor. You know this, like, vitamin C pill that is in a, in a big cylinder container and just pop it in water orange juice and it fizzes and then you drink it it looks like the container for that uh-huh. but that's not what it is no 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 pervertine is actually more like crystal meth uh-huh more similar more similar so well it all started very innocently now it wasn't it wasn't meant to be like this crazy while soldier drug, no, 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 they were even telling women uh-huh, to take this. Everybody was just kind of popping these pills. You know why? Because they were saying that it was better to do house chores. <laughs> yeah, go woman, uh-huh, clean the dirty laundry, yeah? So people were starting to pop these pills a lot, uh-huh, and they were widely available. Now, of course, under Hitler, yeah, well, the thing is, it was a Germany without drugs. They weren't for drugs. They were like all against drugs. Uh huh. Even they were saying that the actual Jewish population was on drugs. Uh huh. But underneath the surface, they were actually using drugs, using lots of drugs. And so this drugs was one of them. Now it didn't take long before like the soldiers actually got their hands on it. Because if the housewives were taking it, well, imagine it just it was all over the population. So it was there. It was there. It was there, it was there, okay? So women were taking it, and then soldiers started taking it. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, alcohol or stuff that is widely available in some countries. Now, when they started taking it, oh, you know what happened? Well, some people noticed. Mm-hmm. What did they notice? Well, they noticed some interesting things. I got, I got it here. I got it here. Mm-hmm. They noticed that you can not sleep for 50 hours. That's pretty good when you're going at war. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes you need these times. Well, in the day or they take war breaks because you need to sleep. So, well, who's going to have the advantage? The people that don't sleep, yeah? The people that are kind of machine robots. Mm-hmm. The people that have no fear. These ones are going to have the advantage. So these soldiers weren't sleeping for about 50 hours. They were able to go almost three days sometimes, uh-huh. Three nights, three days without sleep. Yeah. And not just without sleep, without inhibition and with a huge confidence boost and without fear of dying. Yeah, you're on drugs. Uh-huh, that's what it's called. So, so the thing is, well, it started to spread in the army and a bit everywhere. Even while some letter was found and it's a soldier who writes to his actual family and asks them, here we go, it says, okay, I got it here, pay close attention, it's very romantic and interesting. It's the only way to fight the great enemy, sleep. Imagine that, uh uh-huh. Well, you're at war, so who really is your enemy? If you sleep, you can get killed. But if you don't sleep, you can get killed. So it's very romantic, but very awful at the same time. Mm -hmm. So he was writing to his family to ask for actual, actual providing. Uh He wanted his family to send some to him or to find a way to send some to him because now he needed to sleep and he didn't want to sleep because he did not want to die. Or that's how I kind of 
well, that's what I assumed. Mm -hmm. I guess you can kind of make your very own, or very own uh, deduction about this. Now, okay, fast forward a little bit. We're like maybe 1930s, but you need to go a little bit later, 1940s. So 1940, well, Hitler decides he wants to maybe invade France. Yeah, he wants to invade France, but how to do so? I mean, you need lots of manpower, you need lots of things. Uh -huh. It's going to be a big task, a very big task. So they realized at the same time that, well, when their soldiers were actually on pervertine, uh-huh, well, they seemed to be more awake, more focused, better, and to fight better. Uh -huh. So they passed a decree. It was called the Stimulant Decree. Decree, not degree. Decree. They passed the Stimulant Decree, meaning that all of the army doctors had to give the drug to the soldiers. Yeah, it was part of the regiment. Uh -huh. It was part of like the supplements. It was there. You want to know how much? I'm going to tell you how much. I got to hear. Soldiers, one tablet a day, two at night in short sequences, plus one or two after, and then two to three hours. Uh -huh. Meaning approximately five tablets per day, depending. And this thing is crystal mint. That's what it is. Uh huh. Now maybe maybe it's a different like uh, different type of crystal mint, like same same but different, you know. But it's still crystal mint. That that's kind of that's the thing. That's what it is. Uh -huh. Crazy stuff. Crazy some stuff. So well, I had no idea about all of this. I had like no idea about all of this. And well, as somebody said in the comment section, and that is what I found out too, is that well, to invade France. What their major issue was, is that they needed not to sleep. Because if you want to advance, always advance. Well, if you advance, like you're driving the tanks and you advance, you advance. Well, at one point you need to sleep. So you need to like leave the tanks, leave the stuff there and go to bed. Go to sleep. You know, you need to do that. But what's going to happen then? Well, the enemy is also going to move forward. So you're always like backward, forward, backward, forward, backward. So that's a problem. That's a problem. So they gave, well, the tank drivers this crystal mitt. Uh -huh. And what happened? Well, they were going uh -huh, all the way to the future. Yeah. Like to the beyond. Uh -huh. That's where they were going in the tanks. Now, they also tried other drugs. You know, it was... It was kind of big drugs and at the same time, unfortunately, there was the concentration camp on which they were testing all these drugs to see if they were good enough uh -huh, for the soldiers and for just the general population. Now, the thing is, the thing is, they had other tests. You know these little submarines, yeah? These one-man submarines? Well, that was a thing too. They, they wanted to kind of conquer ocean, land, sky, like everything, everything. And so they tried. They tried to give soldiers some sort of like chewable gum that was kind of cocaine, uh -huh. but the problem with that is that the soldier was alone in a submarine and so they needed to kind of stay awake for a week in order for like the master plan to, to work, to work. But the problem is, you're alone in a submarine in the depths of the ocean and you chew cocaine gum for a week. So doesn't matter uh -huh, where you want to go or what you're doing, people would just go crazy. So they were just, the submarine wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't work. Th that, that one kind of failed. Though the invasion of France, that was kind of a good one, actually. That's, yeah, yeah, that kind of worked. But, but the submarine thing did not work. So you see, drugs are not always good, people. Uh-huh, you need to be careful what you do with them. And did you know, as a little, well, little final misstep, that actually Hitler, yes, was on drugs. Well, what, what, Piper? No, 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 he was like vegan and all that stuff. So, well, from the papers of Dr. Morel, his physician, personal physician, now, he had a few problems. So he was getting injected some kind of like animal protein because, yeah, eating too much veggies is 
maybe he didn't uh, I don't know no he didn't eat like the, the other veggies that you need to eat when you're vegetarian like tofu you need protein uh-huh you can't just eat veggies like chickpeas and all these other stuff maybe that was not his thing well, I don't know I don't know so well he was being injected what is called yukodol okodol yeah ikodol well that's it's a let's just call it what it is it's oxycodone uh-huh it's oxycodone so his uh, state was like not that good. He wasn't. It wasn't going very well. So at one point, well, when they discovered oxycodone, uh-huh, which wasn't called like that back in the day, ercodal in French. Well, he was receiving injection of this several times a day. <gasps> yeah, not just like one time, not just like one time, like seven times a day. Plus, plus in the end, you know, after the bunker incident, well, not not the bunker where he died, but the, the other one where he got like kind of half exploded. Mm-hmm. Well, he was receiving also, in addition to the oxycodone, two daily doses of uh, cocaine. But it's like a, it's like a, like a, a super good cocaine, uh-huh, uh-huh, super good cocaine. So that is interesting. And that might just have changed the course of history. Uh-huh. Having these super soldiers, these soldiers actually on drugs, on crystal meth, on what we know as crystal meth, cocaine, other stuff was circulating. Now, that's just one of them, but made it possible for them to not sleep, to not be like to be inhibited, to not fear death. And so to, well, conquer more, to be less human, uh-huh. less Everything, because what? You're on drugs. That is why. Uh-huh. That is why. And that is normal. So, well, I bet you didn't know this. Or some actually knew it. Well, it's going to be interesting to look at all these comments. Mm-hmm. Now you know. Now you know that this war was probably, well, half done because of drugs. And the invention of drugs. And their proliferation within the society and within the soldiers. And we are still looking into drugs, of course, for soldiers, but for everybody. Now, as I read on IF Love Science, mm-hmm, well, they're trying to find a drug that would actually make humans more resistant to cold. Yeah, making us like unable to freeze. That would be pretty cool. And that's what they're looking at. So we are still kind of in this drug race, but in a different way. Interesting stuff, Piper. Interesting stuff. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in. This is cool. All right, Kirsten, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. No, 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 no. Okay, that's not a thing. I did I did freak out yesterday. I'm going to freak out again for sure. I mean, free porn is not a thing. You cannot get stuff for free. If people are producing something and you're getting it for free, it's because you're kind of stealing it from other people. Now, there are platforms like YouTube where, where they do pay their creators with views. And some porn sites do have that too. I agree. Mm-hmm. And now it's not as bad as that is, as it was before. Uh-huh. But still, if you're looking at content which seem to not be under the banner of an actual artist or an actual creator or an actual porn star, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well, maybe just maybe it was re-uploaded by a user illegally, and that is what's bad about free porn. Mm-hmm. That's what's bad about it. If it's not re-uploaded illegally by a random user, if it's under a real name and a real verified account then that's okay because yes they are getting money from each views but if not not okay and that is my point if you're watching something well you should just pay for it Mm -hmm. it's the way of life yeah money (laughs) everybody's talking about uh, coca-cola oh my god what we have here dr pepper dr pepper is amazing as well Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. let me see let me see 
Here we go. Said Lord Billy says in 1939, the Nazi outlawed smoking in all of his offices premises. Yes, it was very, very against drugs. The whole Nazis were very, very against drugs, which is a bit interesting due to well what everybody was actually taking but maybe they didn't know they were taking drugs or didn't know that it was so addictive so they knew they wanted it but if you didn't isolate the fact that well okay i'm taking a drug and it's not an addictive drug well you don't know you you might just think you really like carrots <laughs> you might just think wow i really like chewing gum yeah it's cocaine gum that's why you like it uh-huh not the same thing not the same thing but if you're not made aware then maybe just maybe it's not it's not really your fault Your fault. <laughs> so that makes makes sense. That makes sense. All right. I got more subjects for you. Yeah, of course. I got this new thing that is called... Well, it's not new, new. I mean, some people have talked to me about it. Some people say it's actually on YouTube as well. It's called slap fighting. Mm -hmm. Now, for or against, is it a sport? Is it not a sport? Is it just pure stupidity? We will talk about this right after this short ad. Oh, yeah. But wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec. Are you ready for this? What do you think about this? Start writing in the comment section. What do you think about slap fighting do you think it's a legitimate sport or do you think it's really only like to hit other people think about it we'll go to the ad and we'll be right back daryl check out piper blush's link tree for a hub of her content and social media profiles piper is a talented creator with a diverse range of content you are listening to the unpredictable radio with the role of the listener with your host piper blush Ah, the joys of exploiting a loophole. By using two different emails, I generate two AI videos without paying. Because why should I pay for the expertise that went into developing those algorithms, right? You are listening to the unpredictable radio with the role of the listener. With your host, Piper Blush. You are listening to The Morning Show with your host, Piper Blush. This is a WTPR Radio.com production. Mm -hmm. Slap fighting. You might have seen it. I mean, you might have seen it. It's, it's starting to be a little bit everywhere. It's very, very, like... Well, once you see it, you see it. I mean, it's crazy. These images in slow motion of people getting slapped. Can you see it in your head? If you can't see it, don't worry. I got some pictures for you. I got some pictures. I got some pictures. So what is this new thing? Now, it's not that new, but it's gaining popularity. Or so some say. Mm -hmm. Now, there is, well, female slapping there's male slapping there's uh, the russian butt slapping yeah there's a whole bunch of slapping over there so don't google it what did i say i said don't google it uh -huh. now on wtprradio.com of course i've got a blog article about this uh-huh slap fighting is it the next big thing or just unsporting stupidity and then you have two women here who are uh, actually well slap fighting it's a contest it's it's a thing you, you, you that's how you do it that's the whole point of the game that's the name of the game then if we go lower 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 you go lower again yeah down though boom you have this 
And you look at this and you're like, oh my god, this looks like it hurts. So you have this man that's slapping the other man in the face and then it's like a slow motion. Oh my god, that must be like extra mega slow motion. Like the slow motion dudes on YouTube, you know? They used to like do stuff in slow motion. That's like exactly like that. This is like some 20 grand cameras like to film this stuff. Uh-huh. So the thing is, well, you see the powder, you see the face of the guy that's like mushed because he's receiving the actual slap. And there's like so all this contortion in the face and all these things. Uh-huh. And so this is a slap. Yes, you know you got the B-I-T-C-H slap. Mm-hmm. And you got this slap. This looks like it hurts. Uh-huh. It doesn't look like a little, oh, hey, I'm mad at you. <laughs> slap. No, 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 no. This is like real actual slapping. And so what is this? Where does it come from? What are the rules of slapping? Mm-hmm. If ever you say like, Piper, I want to be a slapper in my future life. I want, I want a career as a slapper. I'm good at slapping people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and slap people. Okay, perfect. I'll tell you what you need to do. Now, it's kind of a sports combat. Well, they're saying it's it's more in the combat area because you're kind of, well, you're against someone else, for one. You're not alone slapping yourself. So, combat. Now, Ultimate Fighting Championship, UFC. It's kind of under the UFC, but there's other leagues out there. There's other stuff out there. Like I said, I read on my Twitter account, at PiperBlush. EXP, mm-hmm, that some guy said, well, he was actually watching this on YouTube. So, there are some slapping happening on youtube there's some slapping happening probably on tv like everywhere everywhere now but the thing is it's called power slap league yes so power slap league you know that's the kind of funny because you know what happened when i saw this psl power slap league i was like pumpkin spice latte that's exactly what they talked about uh-huh the first thing i thought about was pumpkin spice latte i know we're not in october yet maybe it's because you know well pumpkin spice latte girl i know i, I i'm stereotypical stereotypical i'm white you know and they all say that it's the white woman like that are uh, well younger that just like psl uh-huh well psl also now stands for power slap league <laughs> oh well i'm gonna be careful next time i order this at starbucks I don't want to get slapped. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do you play? How do you play? First things first, don't play without consent. Uh-huh. I mean, this is this is a dangerous sport. It is. If it is a sport at all, okay? So the way it happens is that you get, well, two participants. One, the one who's receiving, and then the one who's actually offering the slap. It goes vice versa. Don't worry. You you get to you get to get them back. Uh-huh. And then this is pure sport. Okay, so you stand up straight, like super straight. Uh-huh. You I don't know what you do, but you get ready to get a slap in the face. Now, your hands, they need to be in your back. Mm-hmm. So you can't defend yourself. That's the whole point. There's no defending yourself. No, no. You need to take it. Uh-huh. You need to take it in the face. Okay? So you put your hands in your back. And now well, you wait. Uh, you wait for the slap to happen. You brace for impact. I've seen one video. One that well, that was too much for me. Uh huh. That's not my type of uh, no. That's not my type of entertainment. I don't like people who hurt themselves or well want to hurt themselves for fun. That's not my thing. So the thing is, the thing is, well, the hand slap. Uh huh. Now how it happens is usually the person is kind of gonna cuddle your your cheek. Uh huh. They're gonna put their hand there. Yeah, they're not cuddling. No, they're preparing. They're preparing. It's like, you know, with the snake, it goes long, long next to your body. And you think, oh, it's cuddling. It's trying to measure me. Yeah, it's trying to measure you to see if it can eat you. Uh-huh. Because if the snake is like, oh, no, you're, you're, you're bigger than me. It's not going to eat you. But if it's like, hmm, yeah, no, you can fit in me. It's going to eat you. That's what it's going to do to snake. Uh-huh. Same, same. So the other person kind of cuddles your cheek a little bit. Uh-huh. They kind of position their hand to see where it's going to grip more. And then, of course, well, the kind of 
have to have their arm pretty extended in general. I guess that makes sense because it's like the rotation of it and like the power, you know, you know, power physics, how it works. Uh huh. Meaning that the furthest you go, well, the more uh, power you can get pretty much with the whole of your body. So uh, then you get slapped in the face. Uh huh. That's, that's pretty much it. You get slapped in the face. And well, it, it goes for about, well, three slaps. Mm hmm. And, well, it's interchangeable, from what I understand, yes. Why is this actually, well, sparking controversy? Well, you might have heard in the recent years, there's even a movie that was made about this, well, the concussion problem. Mm -hmm. In sports like football, actually, like American football, where concussions are really, really dangerous. Even boxing, yes. Meaning that every time you get a blow to the head, well, your, your, your brain doesn't like it. <laughs> no, no, no. So it kind of... It shrinks uh -huh, because because it's not liking it. It's trying to protect itself. So it shrinks and then, well, in the long term, it causes some problem. Yes, some, some big problems. So getting too many concussions when you're young or old or whatever, it, it adds up and then your brain, it gets a bit weird. Uh -huh, it gets a bit weird when you grow older. Now, this thing is actually just about hitting the other person in the face. It's like you don't even defend yourself. Yeah, you do not. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So it is criticized by some people. Yes, some people in the sport industry in general. Why? Because you're just slapping somebody in the face. Uh -huh. just, that's what you're doing. So safety concerns, of course, because of the concussion. Because of the concussion. Now, the guy, Chris Nowinski. Chris Nowinski, co-founder and CEO of the Concussion Legacy Foundation. So he's the guy that founded or co-founded the Concussion Legacy Foundation, meaning he wants people to not get concussion. He wants people's brains to be healthy and happy and don't get smacked. Mm -hmm. He says, and I quote, one of the stupidest thing you can do. Now, you can do relatable to concussions, okay? So you get it. Mm -hmm. That's what he says, because your brain doesn't like that. Your brain doesn't like that. Now, other, well, fighters from the UFC are kind of criticizing this whole thing. Uh -huh. And that's Kajan Johnson and Clarence Dalloway. Yes, because, because what they're saying is that the UFC, being the kind of parent company of the PSL, uh -huh, the Power Slap League, well, the UFC is kind of making a lot of money off of this uh, PSL league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're not sure how that's all happening and how the money's being channeled and funneled because it's a bit new. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they're not liking that. So they kind of went all out and said, eh, we're not liking this so much, which is okay. So is actually UFC taking a profit from all of these matches and these matches that are possibly causing concussion and that are broadcasted, that are there in the world, meaning that, well, children or teens could decide that, oh, it's a great idea to start slapping each other in the face. Like it was a great idea to play football uh -huh, with uh, oh, not as much equipment or not as much rules as to how hard you can hit the other person. Mm -hmm. So, well, some people are saying that it might be the same as when the UFC or the MMA mixed martial arts started. And all these sports were really criticized. Like MMA, they were even saying that it was like human cockfighting. Yeah. Well, because because it's a dangerous sport. This is very dangerous and it is fighting in general. So some people were against it at the early stage too. But times have changed. We have learned from our mistakes. We did have learned from our mistakes. So what happened now? The other people that are for it are saying that it's actually safer than MMA and actual boxing or UFC. Uh -huh. Why? Because they say it's only three hits. So those are their arguments. I'm not saying they're mine. Uh -huh. They're just, they're there. 
there's no sparring. So, you know, at the beginning or like the training for it. So the, it's like there's no sparring. So there's no like hitting a little bit in the face and all that stuff. So you just get the three hits. That's it. That's it. There's no, no more, no more. And well, what they're saying is that, well, if you are a real boxer, like if you're boxing for real, you might get up to 400, 400 hits in the face. But be careful. You get 400 hits in the face, but you can actually defend yourself. So sometimes these hits are not that big. You don't get like the wham slam in your face 400 times. You don't go KO 400 times. I mean, you go KO like a few times, maybe per like one per round. If you go KO, it's just done. The round is done. You move on to the next round. So, so, well, that's, that's kind of the bigger argument about all of this. And then, and then, well, some people that are, again, against it, well, what they're saying is that you get a full blow, like three times, even in, in actual boxing, even if you get like hit in the face 400 times, you don't get a full blow every single time. Now you're sure you're going to get three full blows. Three, like this. <laughs> and there's a possibility of concussion for sure. Some people, they just, well, they just they don't they don't resuscitate kind of from it. They just kind of uh, fall down and lose their consciousness. Uh-huh. That's what a concussion is. You lose consciousness. So, well... With all of this being said, the Power Slap League says that yes, it does pay its fighters. We don't know how much, uh huh. And there are other fees. So you get like an appearance fee. So meaning like maybe you're, a, well, you're a slap fighter. So you're a slap fighter rock star. Let's say you're a slap fighter star, uh huh. So you get an appearance fee. You get a fee when you actually, well, do the kind of contest, the fighting, let's call it like that. And then you get bonuses, uh huh. That's all that they were at liberty to reveal. Imagine this. Mm-hmm. So are we in idiocracy or are we not? That's the question of today. Mm-hmm. Let's think about it. Let's think about it. And again, well, like free pornography, if you decide to watch this, you are supporting it. If you decide to not watch it, you are not supporting it. So you choose whatever you want to do. It's the blue pill or the red pill. And that is your choice. Don't go anywhere because, well, after the reanimator, uh-huh, you've got the canary resuscitator. Did you know that you can resuscitate canaries? Yeah. Well, the canaries, they're dead. And then... Pff, you can resuscitate them. Ooh, we're going to talk about this right after this short ad. Daryl, check out Piper Blush's link tree for a hub of her content and social media profiles. Piper is a talented creator with a diverse range of content. You are listening to the Unpredictable Radio with the role of the listener. With your host, Piper Blush. Ah, the joys of exploiting a loophole. By using two different emails, I generate two AI videos without paying. Because why should I pay for the expertise that went into developing those algorithms, right? You are listening to the unpredictable radio with the role of the listener. With your host, Piper Blush. You are listening to WTPRRadio.com. This is the morning show with the birds. Why the birds? That is because we're talking about canaries. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, do you remember? 
remember, maybe not, because maybe you weren't born. But back in the days, we used to have many, many minors. Yes, minors, not kids, no, minors. M-I-N-E-R, yes. The people that go in the mines to extract some well, precious metals or some other things. Yes, they were there, and there were a lot, a lot there in the industrialization. Uh-huh. And then still in the, well, 19th century. Yes, 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 a lot of them were there. Why were they there? Well, they need to extract all of these things, and being a miner was one of the most dangerous jobs on the planet. Well, because, well, cave-ins, so you can kind of stay stuck in the mine, and because of the dangerous gases, yes. Because when you go deep and you kind of open stuff up, well, there are some gas pockets sometimes in the mines. And some gases are, well... Inodor, uh, odorless. You can't actually smell them, but they're still affecting you. Like CO2 is one of them, like carbon monoxide. Yes, meaning that if uh, well, you inhale too much carbon monoxide, that means that you don't have enough oxygen, so you will kind of faint and then die. Yeah, I know. Pretty boring story. Mm -hmm. But that would happen to some miners. Yes, it would happen to them because they would go deep in the mines, and we're talking at a day where there wasn't any... Well, any special equipment to make sure that they would be okay. So, one guy, British physician John Scott Haldane, he was a pioneer in gas researches. Oh yeah, that sounds nice. Not the gases like prut prut, not those ones, uh-huh. Gases like gases in the air, like the gases that actually make us well breed and live and the other gases that actually can kill us because they're toxic to us. So he discovered something fascinating. Uh-huh, can you hear the birds? The birds? Yeah, let's see, let's see the birds. Ooh. He discovered that canaries were actually amazing at detecting poisonous gases. Why? Okay, so canaries are very special in that way because they have a really high metabolism. What does that mean? <laughs> it means they need to breathe a lot. Uh -huh. They need lots of oxygen to function because their metabolism is so high. So if you put a little bit, a little bit of bad gases, well, they just kind of faint and die. Mm -hmm. Or they get kind of poisoned really, really fast because they absorb it really, really fast. They absorb all of this gas. Now, it's a bit the same, same, but different for humans. Like humans have a really, really high tolerance to alcohol. But we talked about this the other time with the elephants. Elephants have super low tolerance to alcohol because, well, they just, they don't, uh-huh. Meaning that, well, since humans can like metabolize it faster, well, it affects them faster or not. Uh huh. Interesting stuff. Now, the thing is, well, this British pioneer, he figured out that the canaries were able to actually detect the carbon monoxide. How would they detect it? Was it just start whistling? No, no, no. That's not what they did. <laughs> they would actually, actually, well, kind of faint. Uh huh. And then die at one point. But the humans, since they're bigger and since they're different, well, the humans were not dead yet or did not faint yet. So what they would do is they would take the canaries, yes, and they would bring them down in the mines with them, in cages, yeah. And when one canary would kind of whoop, fall down the perch, mm -hmm, that would be time to leave the actual, uh, well, mine, yeah, like this. Time to leave, time to leave, one canary's like not feeling good, so we need to leave. That would kind of send the signal that, well, there was a leak of gas somewhere and that if the miners were inhaling it too much, they would actually, well, suffer the same as the canary. So they would take the canary, take their stuff and go out of the mine until the gas leak has resorbed or like just mixed into the other normal air in the actual, well, tunnel or whatever that was they were doing. Mm. Of course, 
Well, that was all cool. But at one point, like, lots of canaries were dying in the mines. Like, lots of them. Mm -hmm. They were saving miners, though. But, you know, well, PETA wasn't probably existed back then. But all of this animal safety, all of this animal cruelty, all of this, like, oh, they're actually helping us to live, but we're just killing all of them. <laughs> Jumping all these little birdies in the mines. So, well, they had an idea to kind of save the canaries, to resurrect them, to make sure that, well, we wouldn't, kill as much canaries in the mines. So, what they decided to do is since the canaries, well, they were kind of faint before they would die, you know, because then they just breathe, breathe, and then, oh, I'm not feeling woozy, woo, they would fall off their perch. And then when they fall off their perch, well, you can still kind of save them because they're not dead. They're just kind of unconscious. <laughs> I know, it doesn't sound that pleasant. But what they figured out is they made a little cage. Uh -huh, I have a picture right here. I'm going to show you the cage. Okay, carbon monoxide is CO. Yes, thank you, Lord Billy. Yes, CO2 is with the two carbon di dioxide. Thank you, thank you very much. So, carbon oxide. So, carbon monoxide. Yes, mono... You get it, you get it. It says it here. Carbon monoxide. Yes, CO. Perfect. Uh -huh. Thank you for the science. Okay. Now we move here, and we go to, to the canary, where canary resuscitator, uh -huh. that's on WTPRradio.com. Perfect, once you're there, well, you see a miner with his little canary in a box. Ooh, super cool. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go lower, lower, you're going to see the, the cage, uh -huh, the special cage that they invented to save the canaries. Now, it's a cage with, of course, it's kind of rectangle, so it has... Four faces, all right? Four faces. Well, there's more, but we're just going to take like the four faces that are, well, pretty much the one you can see with your eyes if you're holding the cage uh, on your hand. So meaning the bottom is on your hand and then you're looking at it, okay? So when you do that, three actual faces are glass. That means you can see the canary. Uh -huh. But since it is glass, the actual, well, nothing can get inside if you were to close everything. And then the other face is a grill. It's a grill with a little door. So when you close the door... Well, the cage becomes uh, her hermetic, uh -huh. meaning like nothing can get out, nothing can get in, okay, of the cage. But if you leave the little door open, uh -huh, then all of the normal air oxygen that is in the room, well, gets in the cage. So you got two choices. Now, well, what they would do is they would put the little canary in this teeny weeny cage, which is just big enough for the canary to stay on the perch, pretty much. When the canary would faint, uh, move off the perch, well, there's a little, there's a little gas tank on the top of the actual, actual cage. And it serves as kind of a handle as well. Yes. And this little gas tank, you know what's inside of it? Oxygen. Uh-huh. Pure oxygen. Now, what the miners would do is when they would see the canary fall off the perch, they would close the door for the grill, uh -huh, meaning the actual cage would become completely closed off, so no more bad gases would go in. They would open the valve of the actual, well, gas tank, which was oxygen gas, mm-hmm, uh -huh, and, well, that would kind of uh, resuscitate the canary. Yeah, it would be like, oxygen, yeah, woo, and then it would be okay. So the miners would take the cage and then go back up, uh-huh, to the, well, the, the real earth, uh-huh, on top of the earth, not inside the earth, and they would wait for it to subside. So they were able to actually keep the canaries living longer. And there is even some tales of canaries, you know, singing to miners and miners singing to canaries because they were saving each other's lives. Uh -huh, that's what they were doing. So there was a bit of a friendship there in the end. Beautiful story. Now, of course, the uses of canaries stopped in the 1980s. Why? Because we got technology. Mm-hmm. So they invented something, something incredible. And it was called, it's called the electronic nose. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Imagine this, electronic nose. Now, this electronic nose, it's 
actually more accurate than the canary. Sorry, guys. Uh huh. You're not. You're not that good. Now canaries can detect like the carbon monoxide, but they cannot detect like other gases necessarily. So this digital detector, which is called the electronic nose, is able to be way more precise. Uh huh. Cheaper, also saves animals and detects more of a wide array of gases, meaning that. Well, you don't see canaries anymore in actual mines. So do not worry, PETA people. It's all cool. It's all cool. Mm -hmm. So the canary usage was very, very popular in 1911 in the UK, Canada and the US for all of these uh, mining. Because well, when you were a miner, there was a lot of chance of you getting poisoned by these gases and well, other stuff in there, which is not cool. Not cool. So... Good story, yeah. I mean, now we don't use canaries the same way, but actually, actually, some of our ancestors might have been saved by canaries. Yeah, imagine this beautiful bird. You should all, well, sing to it today a little bit. Mm -hmm. To appreciate what it did for humankind. Yes, amazing stuff. You like this show? Uh-huh. This is the morning show, the unpredictable radio for the bold listener. It's amazing. And we got lots and lots of comments. I know, I know. I was just like doing the subject, so I wasn't able to go in the comments that much. But not to worry, I read all of them and the comments are also there for you to talk to each other, uh-huh, to interact with each other and to have a whole bunch of fun over there. Now, if you want, if you wish, if you please, follow me in the backstage area where we will keep on talking. And that's on W tprradio.com I'll see you right there right now and don't forget that this evening it is Love, Lust and the Devil mm -hmm, with my co-host Crystal Powers we'll be shooting content all day today so make sure you drop in or by the backstage area on WTPRradio.com to see what we're up to what we're doing we might just like flash by, go by, drive by I don't know, do some stuff over there so you find us on WTPRradio.com Daryl, check out Piper Blush's Linktree for a hub of her content and social media profiles. Piper is a talented creator with a diverse range of content. You are listening to the unpredictable radio with the role of the listener. With your host, Piper Blush. Very interesting. WTPR, Vancouver.